On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosme, straight out of Oklahoma City. Tonight, we have a great show for you guys. We are doing Metal Fridays. I don't know if we're going to do metal every Friday, but this Friday, we are doing just straight metal. So I got some beer I'm drinking right here. I'm drinking Michelob, which is not metal, but it is low in carbs. So that's why we're drinking it. I got a, a very good friend of mine that I've known since he was in junior high and I was in high school. I was in ninth grade. He was in eighth grade. His name is Daniel Chavez, and he How's lives going? he lives out in California. So what's going on, Daniel? Oh, not much, man. I'm excited you got this uh, podcast going, showing off some local music. Yeah, this Pretty is, cool idea. Yeah, this is great for you and me to do this. We used to go to all kinds of local shows, local oh, yeah. shows back at the Three Oaks Community Center. And you know, who I'm, you know who I'm playing music? You know whose music I'm playing on the show? Mm. Malcontent. Oh, wow. They're really? still, yeah, they're still playing. They sound good. They're coming out with a new album this year. That's crazy. I know. Wow. I know. It's, I'm pretty excited about it. So. It's a blast from the past. Also, uh, your brother Evan called, and he wanted to hear the episode. And so since, we're, so since he's going to listen to this, we cannot be talking a bunch of shit about him. obviously not yeah Yeah. all right so there's this band i want to play the first song i want to play is called silence the voice they're out of phoenix arizona do check this out daniel their drummer is nine years old oh wow really not that's what they told me so i i I believe i talked to uh one of their band members today and i just because i read that story i was like dude nine he's not i didn't talk to the nine-year-old but he's saying that there's a nine-year-old in the band and he's just a prodigy drummer i guess so that's incredible this song is called insanity by silence the voice you guys are gonna love him I'm 
on Badass Man? Yeah, I can't <laughs> believe that that was a nine-year-old. I, dude, what's cool about doing this is I get to get I get to know all kinds of local bands from all over the world. I mean, literally all over the world. Later on in the show, we got a dude from Manchester, England, who's going to be uh, rocking out on this. On the, I got a dude from uh, Manchester, England. I got a guy from India. I got a dude who's Dutch. And it's like all these bands are reaching out to me. So it's really, really kind of a neat thing. It's super fun. You know what? Uh, you know what that song reminds me of? It reminds me of skateboarding. And when I think of skateboarding, I still think about that time where we had some like makeshift ramp, I think, and the skateboard hit your chin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like stuck to, you stuck to your chin. You still got a scar yeah. from it. Yeah. That was fun. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, and that's incredible. I. I think it's really cool, like, the whole genre is, like, so rhythmic, so when you have a drummer who's on that can help move the song forward, uh-huh. it's really effective. It's really cool. And, and I mean, if you wouldn't if you wouldn't have told me that was a nine-year-old kid, <laughs> I know, right? I just thought, like, oh, that's a pretty kick-ass drummer. Yeah. It's incredible, actually. You know, so you're probably the only friend that I have that I grew up with that really became really good at playing music. Like, everyone else was okay, but you took it to a whole nother level in high school. I nerded out a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you play guitar, piano, right? Yeah. And then you went to school. Didn't you go to some, like, uh, production college or something like that? Yeah, I, I went to UC Davis, and I was doing, of all things, vocal performance. It was the only way to give you money. I couldn't right. I couldn't make it audition for guitar, but uh, I hated that. I didn't really want to be singing classical music. I wanted to play guitar. Um so they, I ended up transferring out to a school in Florida for a technical degree for audio engineering. So it was like working in recording studios and stuff for a while. But yeah, I mean, you would hear, like, I ended up moving to Nashville and uh-huh. you wouldn't hear the variety of music that like, maybe you're featuring on this, whatever. It was right. a lot of the same genres. Uh, uh-huh. They had like Christian rock and other things. Um, I do recall we, I got to hear the, um, one of the Deftones records before it came out. Nice. That, uh, engineer or producer Nick Raskolinix was um, previewing our studio and put it on the speakers, and it was incredible. But we didn't have a lot of hard rock coming through um, that stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I had put my feet in some of the music for a while, not using it now, just kind of <laughs> right, right. Doing, it, doing it for fun. You know, it's still, still valid. You know, one of the coolest things is, that, I mean, and I don't really think about it much anymore, or even at the time I didn't, but how cool is it that the guitar player from Pop Roach lived in the same apartment complex? That's as you guys. Insane if you really think about it, it is. Yeah. I mean, we used to see him gather gather his stuff up and go to the go. I remember one time me and Evan had spray painted the bottoms of our decks, like our skateboard decks, <laughs> like Papa Roach, because we didn't realize that Jerry lived in her apartment <laughs> complex. And then when we realized that, we were super embarrassed. <laughs> at, oh, least, at least, funny. at least, at least I was. I don't know, man. But we used to. Really funny. I mean, then we used to. I remember the first band we played in. Uh, you, we, I don't know if it was you, you were there, I think you were there, we would have a red wagon, we'd bring it from my mom, or from like my parents' yeah. house to your house, yes. and we would take oh like the God. back creek road, like through, to get to Beeler Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were some fun, fun, fun memories. I know, man. That's really funny. Yeah, I remember actually towing that thing around, and thinking of the small little practice. <laughs> I think it was like a PDM, a little bass amp, uh-huh. tip over and break. <laughs> no more band. <laughs> no more band. I remember our first band practice we had at our house. We thought we were so cool. I was like screaming on the drums. Do you remember I that? I don't know how your parents, I don't know how your dad didn't come in. My, my dad's at work. Whatever. My mom was deaf. No, I know that. <laughs> so, so I'm like, she couldn't hear. You know what I'm saying? Like we kind of got, we kind of got, we lucked out with that because we were able to do that. 
at the house. Yeah. God, man, that was such good times. Okay, <laughs> so, so this next band, they're called Jack Lust, and this song's called High Noon. Before I play them, I do want to say one thing. I would like to thank every every artist, every musician, every band that sends me their music to play it. Um, we appreciate it. We support you guys. Support us. Watch our YouTube videos and listen to the podcast. Share the news. We're trying to grow this thing. We have over 200 subscribers in just, you know, just under two weeks. And it's because wow. we're reaching out to bands and they're not able to play concerts right now with COVID. And I think some places are letting them, but they're not able to tour. And so this is yeah. an outlet for people to listen to them. And all these songs that I play, I'm playing tonight, I, I picked up on iTunes. So um, you like it, support them. And it's Metal Friday, guys. Let's just, let's go. Here's a Jack Lust with High Noon.
dude. That's cool. <laughs> They're so different sound. Like, I, yeah, you, you yeah that's what I was going to say. It's really really kind of interesting to hear a bass guitarist yeah. lead the way on a, on a heavy metal. Their band. bass player was badass. Yeah, it really was. It was really, really cool. Shout out to the bass player. You don't always get to hear that. And it's like, I don't know if the guy's playing with Dick or is just has, you know, all the strength in, the, in those fingers in the world but it was like there was a lot of clarity to it and it was really percussive it was really cool you know what's the the music that I'm getting I'm surprised mm-hmm. by the amount of just like cause when we were trying to do music you know we sucked like every, every recording every recording anyways you know what I'm saying like it wasn't I don't know if it's a, if it's a technology nowadays, nowadays that makes a lot of these local bands sound better, or if these guys are just older and have a lot more money and they're able to go to an actual studio. <clears throat> no, you know what? Honestly, to be, to be fair, like because uh, we even saw this morning in the recording studio, we'd have people come in and they would bring almost a fully fledged out album that they would track themselves at home. The technology makes it so accessible to do it. Mm-hmm. And you really kind of once you're in a studio, you kind of use that environment to just kind of evoke all these new creative ideas that you couldn't do sitting behind a laptop. Right. But yeah, you can absolutely do everything. Everything that I had sent you earlier in the week, I just did that on my on my computer by myself. Yes. I drums, recorded everything in my, like in my closet. That's a little fun. <laughs> you yep. can do a lot. And the, the great thing is, is that the, the gap between the really pristine, high quality audio mm-hmm. and what the average consumer is going to get when they get a highly compressed audio file from iTunes is really small. You're, you're right. not going to hear it. If you do a good job of getting your levels and really paying attention to the craftsmanship of arranging your song in general, mm-hmm. you're going to, I mean, people are going to dig it. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't That's, matter. Yeah, and I, I can't wait because you said you did send me your music. I think you sent me four different tracks that you did. Something like that, yeah. And I listened to all of them, and they were all really good. And so I'm really excited to play. I want to do another show with just you and just play those sure, songs. So let's do like, let's get like another song, and if you have five or six, we could fit, you know, even sometimes depending up to seven um, on a set in between talking. And that's about, you know, we get 45 minutes. So I, I literally, with metal, I have so many bands, I could probably do a three hour show just playing their music. Oh, I bet. Yeah, but I, you know, some guys will give you like those epics, those like, thirteen minute. Oh yeah, that's the kind of thing. That's know? the thing about metal, dude. Sometimes <laughs> those songs just go like hard, dude. They just go on forever. But what's another thing I like about metal is that there's there's all kinds of different genres of metal. You know, yeah, like there's like the, those two those two songs are completely different styles of songs. And this next one we're gonna play is even di- more different than those two. And there's death metal. They're like kind of hard rock metal. Okay. There's no, I mean, there's like emo metal, right? Screamo. That's kind of metal, you know. So uh, this next band is called Adaptus, and this song is called First Kill. I chose to I I chose to play this song because I wanted to make sure that all my metal um, songs are diverse, and so this one was very different. Um, So, anyways, here is Adaptus with First Kill.
I can't. I don't. Okay. There was a band that I was going to be in one time. Because these guys thought I was a drummer. This is when I lived in Davis for a little bit, okay? And they wanted me to drum for them. And I was like, sure, I'll be your drummer. Then I heard the music sound like that. And I was like, I can't play to that. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah, what I, I, I can't. I first thought as soon as it kicked off. And I was like, that's one of those technically proficient bands. Yeah, yep. Where it's like. You don't want to be the guy <laughs> that can't do it. Uh, yeah, um, I couldn't do it. I was like, because I the whole band won't be able to do it like that. You, I mean, that they probably had to to really search for other band members to do that kind of. Is it, it's ca- it's, ca- it. it's kind of like an offbeat, yeah. right? Like not offbeat, but like it's off rhythm. Like they do like a, a three five like or so. Patient and 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 odd time signatures. Yeah, you can't you can't do that unless you're technically proficient. That's, that's I can't a do lot that. Of practice. I'm just like. Do, do, got to, do, do, got to, do, got, you know, like this, right? Like, just play, give me some pop punk, dude. I'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could do that <clears throat> all, all day long. So, and then the, to get your voice like that, I know that Evan had a friend in Vegas when he was staying out there named Marcus mm-hmm. who could do that growling. Yeah. Conflict of interest, I think. Yeah, conflict. Thing. And I have no idea how, like, I can do that to my voice. I wish I could. That'd be pretty cool to do. If, if I could. Well, uh, you were talking about EMB um, and Bryce, whatever. Uh-huh. I, I remember who asked him. We were um, EMB was at one dope, of the concerts, dude. and then I think it was either Sean or someone else had asked him, like, yeah, how do you do that? And he was like, just chug a bottle of honey before every show, man. <laughs> I, I still talk to Bryce, man. Bryce actually gave me a couple bands uh, to play, and last time I was in California, I went and visited him. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he. I think he was a he was a, uh, a sound guy. I think for the band's warp tour recently. He's that's been, that's way cool. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah, we stay in contact, dude. EMB. Remember going to their concerts? Remember because they would like do the I, rap rock where there would be like a there'd be a monster when they would go hard, and then when Bryce would go down like that, drop bombs like Hiroshima, atomically mm-hmm. I conquered the blah 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 whatever he says, you know. I think I, I remember that band being the one that made me think twice about like maybe I should play bass instead. Really, a bass player. I remember he had this five string bass, and like I remember he would spit in the crowd, and sometimes I got that on my face, man. <laughs> but I do remember being like, I didn't know you could do that with the bass. Like some of the sounds he would do, uh-huh. and I think it was because they were like blended genres. Like right. they really were. Absolutely. He just totally leaned when, into it, and it was really cool. Well, they, like, when you get those players like super creative and like just kind of fearless, and I, I like it, so I'm gonna right. play it and see if other people like it too. That's when you get some of the really like inspired stuff. It's really right. Cool. And I remember that when they would when they would rap, you know, the crowd instead of being in a monster, like kind of walk around in a circle, <laughs> like they would like circle around, you know, like and then as soon as they would go hard, just the mosh pit would break. I remember. Didn't you get clotheslined? <laughs> yeah, one. I don't know yeah. how many more scars I could show on this show but yeah, here's another that. one that was um, did you go to the hospital Roach concert um, uh-huh. and I remember sitting outside having a bandage on my head and some kid said like like it was my fault the concert got shut down or whatever but oh that's right he told someone actually threw a brick through the that's window that's right and then Jacoby and so that's why it stopped but it was like yep. there was some crowd surfing and I caught a heel of a shoe right on the side oh. of my head oh yeah and I just remember like kind of like going like this fainting and then I don't know if it was you or some other people just like dragged me out I don't remember it was a good show <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you don't remember it was a fun time and you, you weren't even drunk though you were, just, you were sober and you don't remember because you got yeah. knocked in the noggin yeah man yeah. 
You know who still? You know who has a new album out, which I think is okay, and I, I don't even know if I should say it on here because I'm going to kind of judge it a little bit. Is Corey Taylor from Slipknot? He has a new single. Um, he has. He's a singer of Slipknot. He has a, a single out called "It's CMFT," which stands for Corey Motherfucking Taylor. And and he kind of raps in it, which is not that good. But then he has like some real rap artists in there that are pretty good. But I don't know. It's Slipknot. Slipknot to me was like a turning point for metal because they were like the first no, main, like they were one of the first mainstream, like super platinum album mainstream metal groups, weren't they? Because I don't. Now you guys introduced me to rock music. I used to listen to rap music before I, you know, became friends with you guys. I I just I just listen to whatever my brother did. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, so, everyone was like a huge Green writing. Day, Sublime. I, I was just playing it cool. <laughs> I remember the first time I went to your house. Did I, I used to go there every day after school, mm-hmm. just about. I know. I my mom know. was like, "These are my three kids." <laughs> yeah. For, well, your mom always had food cooking on the on the on I the know. stove, dude. Hispanic ladies, what are you gonna do? <laughs> every 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 single time, I mean, go yeah. there like rice and beans and tortillas, mm-hmm. and so yeah. it was always a good after school snack. And plus, if I didn't go there, your brother would cry about it. Yeah. So, but that's kind of honestly like it's those kind of things that I think. It's probably how a lot of these like bands start, you know. You yeah. Know, it's like one friend in the group is like, "Wouldn't it be cool if we like played music together?" And everyone's like, "I don't know how to play." That's what and we did. It's like this whole fear of like, "Well, I don't either." Kind of just is like, "Okay, now it doesn't matter. We're all at." The yeah, same, I don't remember how point you know. I don't remember how it happened I, specifically, but I remember we talked about starting a band, and then didn't Evan play the bass originally? And you played guitar. guitar for my birthday. That's and right. And I tried to play it for about two or three days, and I was so embarrassed because I couldn't get a good sound out of it. I like hit it under my bed, and then six months later it was my brother's birthday, and he got a bass. That's because so- he was like, "No, oh, you got to play guitar. It'd be cool because I don't have a bass, right? Um, especially get drums would be awesome." So his that's so that's band. that's so fucked and- up that I had to buy the drum set. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. I have to be the drummer. They're the most expensive thing in the band. To, to purchase, I, it worked. It worked out well, though. Yes, but it's it's less of a rabbit hole, I think, because you buy one good kit, and you're kind of done for a long time. That's true. And way too many guitars and pedals, and use uh, it's a rabbit hole to play guitar. Honestly, do, do you still play like every day? But, well, you yeah. can't. Yeah, kids. Do you do you play every day or try to? No, actually, um, I was for a while. They had um, so I live in Sacramento area mm-hmm. right now. Uh huh. And uh, they have this really cool thing with a local music shop. It's called Weekend Warriors. Okay. And it kind of encourages people who haven't played in a while or want to play in a band uh, to get out. So you, like, audition with a whole bunch of people, and then they, you know, politely excuse the ones who wouldn't make it fun for everyone else. Right. They're just not there yet to be in a band that's going to be ready to perform after only four practices. So they kind of keep the people that can do it. They learn, like, five or six songs, and then they go and play. And so when I was doing that, I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to start playing again. Uh-huh. And it was really cool. It was nice. But uh, I, it's like one of those activities where kids at a certain age uh-huh. can't be as absent for your own kind of right. personal hobbies. Uh, right. And so I, I also do photography, too. And so it's cool. I can just be in the living room taking pictures of them. And they enjoy it. They <laughs> make movies, things like that. So it's just for the time being. Well, I would, um, I remember being super yeah. impressed. Like, you were the first person I was really impressed by when we were in high school. I was like, I don't know if I ever told you that because I wasn't going to tell you in high school, dude. 
Like, you're not getting that from yeah, me back can't, then. You can't tell your friend's little brother. That no. That's just, no. That's a no-go, bro. That's a no-go, dude. <laughs> no, but I really was super impressed with the music. You know, we don't have that much time left, so I might play two songs in a row right right now. Sure. Um, we're going to start off with uh, Malicious Ink, Red Flag, and then I'll figure out the next song. I'll introduce it before we play it. But this okay. is uh, Malicious, Malicious Ink, Red Flag. This song's pretty cool, guys. Check it out. Malicious Ink with Red Flag. I'm going to jump right into this band's called Phantom. Phantom. 
I thought they were called uh, Self-Destruction, but they're called Phantom. The song's called Self-Destruction. I thought they were called The Blood Moon is what it is, but apparently I was wrong. It's Phantom. Sorry, guys. I get so many bands, I get things mix mixed up. <laughs> My bad. Uh, we're going to go ahead with uh, Self-Destruction from Phantom. Fan Phantom. Here we go. Hold on. All right, now we're back on. What'd you say? Okay. I was going to say, the cool thing, the the first band in that little two-song segment uh-huh. um, really kind of reminds you how effective the breakdowns are in those genres. They were kind of... The whole song is so much energy, and then when they bring it down, right. like, it doesn't matter how complex or how simple uh-huh. that breakdown is, uh-huh. that drastic shift in momentum it's, like it just, you just can't help but just go right along you, with it would you think the, was really cool would you think the first yeah. band would be considered mostly like hardcore 
Yeah. Like yeah. hardcore. And this band, these are the guys from England. So the guy who sent me this yeah. name is Ethan Daniels from Manchester, England. And so that was really, when I first heard it, I was like, man, that's pretty, like, I like the way he sings. I like the hopelessly twisted, you know, that has a really good flow to it that I really enjoy. So we got eight minutes left. I don't know about time for two more songs. Um, I got one more by a band called Moon Burial I want to play right now. And then I want to play Grave Huffer, but I think we're going to have to make you guys wait for one more episode, one another show just because the timing and Daniel and I just go back, so it's easy to yeah, stop. Yeah, when you get friends, you I know, I know. Cerveza right now, but but I will get I will give Grave Huffer a a shout out. There's a whole lot of bands I want to give shout outs to, honestly, but I wanted to get them on tonight's episode. That's okay. We're gonna go ahead and play uh, Moon Burial before we get off this podcast. Really hope everyone enjoyed Metal Friday. I mean, I thought it was super super fun having you on the show, but let's go ahead and play Reducer by uh, by Moon Burial. Check them out.
Dude, uh, you know one thing I really love, Daniel? I love screaming, noisy, just, like, in-your-face, we-don't-give-a-shit type kind of music. Like, that's fun. Like, that song was fun to me. I like the little breakdown with the bump, bump, like the bassy breakdown, you know? Yeah, I, that actually reminded me of, like, um, I don't know if you remember the um, Papa Roach Old Friends from Younger Years. Oh, there it was does! Like, um, breakdown where it's yeah. like slapping on the bass. Absolutely. And that was the one that popped in my head. That's <laughs> like nostalgic. Absolutely. So what what do you think about the show and what we're doing? And for the record, I got an awesome thrash thrash band uh, out of the East Coast that are because I hate my uh, intro and outro music. I reached out to them. They're called Hot Zone. Super cool dudes. They're making me. They already sent me the music files. Oh, okay. But the vocals aren't on it yet. So I went for the vocals oh, okay. to come on. Uh, that the, the the music the intro and outro I have now it's just like it's whatever I made it on GarageBand on my phone one night when I was super bored I was like I need an intro and an outro uh, so it's actually just the, the same song as the intro and the and the outro uh, but what do you think about what we're doing like what's your what's your honest opinion about what we're doing here and honestly like and you've been there too you know how hard it is to have anyone even listen to you yeah when you're just yep. making music for yourself you know and there's so many like online platforms where you can put your own music out there but that there's no real like there's no give and take like there is with the crowd you know what i mean right so in times like right now you i mean you're not having to give and take with the crowd anyway no and there's a need for there's a need get mm-hmm. i think it's just one of those things where like it's gonna it's gonna make someone's day to hear a song or it's gonna really affect someone when the mood you're speaking about is the mood someone's feeling when they right. hear it in that moment. Right. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. it's great. More people well, need Dan- to hear more music. You know? I mean, Daniel, you've been a fantastic co-host. You've been on the loud seat. The, I'm calling this the loud seat from now on. Either you're in the loud seat in my house or you're on the loud seat on the Zoom call. The loud seat, Daniel Chavez, on the loud seat with the loud spot. Well, that doesn't make much sense. I'll, I'll get a catchy little phrase for it eventually, man. All right. I'll figure it out. But dude, stay right there. I don't want you to go anywhere just yet. Um, I want to thank all the bands tonight that send me their music, that are letting us promote them. I promise we will get to a lot of other bands later on this week. It may not be a metal segment. It may just be on a regular show. But no one I do, I will, I will hashtag. I'll do a little hashtag with the band on it. And uh, I'll, I'll send a message to the band members that are all my friends on Facebook. And this is just an awesome community. The metal community has reached out to me the most out of any community. Uh-huh. Yeah, out of anyone. I mean, and I love punk music too, man. Like I'm a big, big punk rocker. But the metal community has shown me love. I'm showing them, them love. I'm gonna continue to show you love. And as soon as this podcast is over, I gotta go to Seven Eleven and get more beer. Because uh, I'm, I'm out of beer, y'all. Peace. achieve the American dream, the big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? 
would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.